Imagine if you went from feeling fine every day to feeling amazing. How would your life be different? Everyone has the ability to feel amazing again and again. You just need the right tools to get there. If you're ready to feel amazing, stick around. Now, here's the host of the I'm Not Fine Show with functional nutrition coach, Lizzie Enns. Hello, you guys. We are back again for another wonderful and amazing show this week, bringing you lots of information about health and wellness. And one of my favorite things to do on this show is just be so real and raw and honest with what can be going on with our our, uh, body and our health. But also, I want it to be relatable. I, I... I don't want to speak in terms of like, hey, I don't understand what you're saying. So the reason that I explain things in the way that I do is because I want you to be able to understand it. So I could be talking in doctor terms or practitioner terms, which uh, makes me sound smarter, right? But um, I want to talk to you guys in a way that you can understand me. So that's my purpose and my mission on this podcast, because this this podcast is the I'm not fine show. And many, many, many people are not fine, but they're being told that they're fine. And I just want to reiterate that. And something that happened yesterday that was really, really shocking to me is I was on this consultation call with this lady, lovely, lovely lady, um, but has all of these health issues going on. And she uh, went to the doctor, back to the doctor. She had done some work with the doctor and thought that she really, really liked this uh, female doctor. And when she got there for her follow-up with all the things that were going on with her health post-surgery, the doctor looked this lady into the eyes and said, you just need to learn how to love your husband. That was her prescription to her. And I I looked at her and I went, she said, what? That's a first. I've never heard that before. She said, yeah, like she just said, I need to learn how to love my husband. I'm like, okay, what kind of prescription is that? And um, I told her, I said, that was her answer of saying, I don't want to help you any further nor do I want uh, to try to figure out like what is going on and why you're feeling that the way that you are. And so that is something that is happening in the medical field. And part of that reason is that uh, I I will reiterate this and I, and I want you guys to understand this. I don't hate doctors. I don't. There are some really, really good doctors, but they're like every single profession, there's good that comes with the bad. And the reality is, is we need to be working with people that actually care about us and that will listen to us. So if someone comes to me and says, hey, I'm feeling this very specific way, I'm going to listen to that because here's the thing. If the body is is giving you symptoms and telling you like, hey, I don't feel well, it's doing what it can because it's very, very smart and it does what it needs to do in order to keep you alive as long as it possibly can. But if you don't feel well and you're hurting and have all these symptoms going on, there's something else wrong. There's something else going on. But the gap that is happening is that I want you to remember this and I want you to keep this in mind. Doctors are there for a reason. 
They are there to help you and uh, they're supposed to be there to help you and to figure out the answers, but they're also taught how to diagnose. So when they're looking at your labs, they're looking to diagnose you with something. And if the ranges of where your lab results are at are not within the diagnosing diagnostic range, then they're going to say you're fine when in reality it is you're not fine. But on the other hand is they're not there. They're not willing or able to help. Now, there are some really, really good ones in the pot that will be able to go to that and they will, they will fight for you and they will, they will uh, get answer for you. They'll keep digging. But unfortunately, it's like finding a needle in a haystack. And here's part of the problem behind that as well. And I just feel like I need to reiterate this. It's not just the doctors that it's their fault because a lot of doctors, they're run by the insurance companies. And these insurance companies have parameters around what you can and can't order based on symptoms. And then there's parameters on when they are able to prescribe medication, but I want you to keep in mind, medication is there for a reason, okay? But it doesn't necessarily fix the problem. It will help alleviate symptoms, some, not all. Uh, Someone actually told me the other day, they said that they are on seven different medications for the same problem. And I was like livid. I was like, how is this possible? How are we getting to a place where one person is relying on seven different medications for one problem that they're diagnosed with? And here's why. It's because of all the side effects that are happening. So if you're on a medication and you have to take another pill for a side effect and another pill for that side effect and a side effect and a side effect, You're just in the system of them making money off of you. And they're not actually helping you feel better. And that is where the problem lies. And so it's the entire system here. The entire system is that (laughs) it's the... It's the uh, FDA, the big pharma, pharmaceutical companies. They're there to make as much money as they can. And as the insurance companies putting parameters around what doctors can and can't do. And then the doctors are taught to diagnose. And again, I, I like doctors. I don't, I, and I, and we need them, but the system's broken and people are broken. People are so broken, but let's get real here. Not everybody can afford to go pay thousands of dollars for a different approach. Not everybody can afford that. It's it's not cheap. It's an investment. It's an investment to go find someone even like me. It's an investment to work with me. I don't beat around the bush with that. But what I will tell you is this. If you can get to a place where you say, I'm sick and tired of the system. I don't want to be tied to the system. And I want answers on what 
I can do to be in charge of my health and take control of my health, then that investment is going to pay you off for a very, very, very long time because my job is to teach you and educate you and get you to a place where you feel like you understand and you have control of your health because of what you were able to learn and heal your body from root cause problems, bring in sustainability and healthy habits that have you feeling in control and educated. That's what our system needs to be doing. But again, that's why there's people like me. So if you are thinking, if you are someone that's thinking about, I really want to invest in something that is going to help me and is going to help you long term, I want you to think of it in terms of prevention. It's going to be healing and prevention. So there's a couple of uh, things that we uh, prevent when we're working on on healing our body and investing in ourselves to heal our bodies. And we are learning how to fuel and nourish and take care of our health. We are preventing disease and fighting disease. Like you may have some viruses stuff going on that we need to heal. And so we're fighting that, obviously. But you're also going to be preventing other diseases down the road. So you're working in prevention. When I worked at a nursing home, uh, I worked at a nursing home for five and a half years. We're going to get into cortisol here in a little bit, but this is a message that I need to put out today. It's very, very important because I see so many hurting people and I need to get this out there. And I know that there's people that are going to need to hear this. I worked at a nursing home for five and a half years before I went into my profession of personal training and then the health coaching and functional nutrition that I'm doing now. And when I worked there, I worked on the rehab unit of this facility. And I would see people come in all the time that were coming from strokes and heart attacks, heart surgery, knee surgery, shoulder surgery, all kinds of different kinds of surgeries. And what I started to notice is that this was all stuff that was preventative. And it was preventative based on the lifestyle, based on how we were taking care of our health on the other side of that. And so what I decided to do is that I don't want to be in the sick care anymore. There are people that need to be there to do that. Very, very, very important. But I decided that I wanted to be on the opposite side of that and help people prevent these diseases from coming after years and years and years of not taking care of their health, which is what led me to what I am doing now. And so if you are someone that is in that place, I want you to remember that not only are you preventing diseases that may be happening down the road, you're also preventing medical bills that nobody wants to pay anyway. Nobody wants to pay thousands of dollars in doctor bills and medical bills. And so if you can think about, hey, if I spent a few thousand dollars to help have somebody help me heal my body and figure out what is really going on, maybe even get 
off of some of the things that you're on, then you're preventing those things down the road. So we're going to we're going to get into cortisol, I promise. But we're already about to our first break here. And I know, like, here's something that I've learned over the last uh, year or two, is that when something is prevalent and present based on uh, what people are telling me and what my intuition and my gut are telling me, it's a message that needs to be set. And this message needed to be set today because my the amount of messages that I get from people struggling with their health and feeling like they're at a dead end and throwing darts at the wall. Like literally every single person that comes to me, I just had and someone else tell me yesterday, they're like, I can't tell you how many thousands of dollars I've spent on supplements because what ends up happening is we become desperate and we say, hey, I will try anything. I will, I will, this person said this supplement's good for this, this, and, and you just grab on. It's the same thing with dieting. When we get desperate, we grab, we grab on to anything to get that change, to hopefully, hopefully get some kind of answers. But I want to remind you that if you do not have the accurate testing done and the labs done, to figure out what is truly going on with your body, you're going to be spending a lot of time on the merry-go-round trying to figure out what Google's telling you, what your body is telling you, what social media influencers are telling you, what everybody's telling you, and it's a lot of noise. And I want to encourage you that it's very, very, at this point, very, very important that you work with someone that is going to do in-depth testing and work with you on a a one-on-one or a small group type of basis that will dive into what is really going on and then bring in the things that your personalized body needs And therefore, you're not going to be throwing darts at the wall and you're not going to be guessing anymore what it is that you need to be doing. And if this is something that you want, I want to remind you that I do consultations and you can grab that link in the uh, show notes and book a consultation with me and we can I can get to know like what is going on with you and what those steps would be for us to move forward. Okay, we're going to go to our first break, and I promise we're going to get into cortisol when we get right back. But I needed to put that out there today. (laughs) Uh, When we come back, we're going to dive into the role of cortisol, how it's connected to your adrenals, and what you can do, what you need to know, and what you can do in order to help your cortisol regulate. So don't go anywhere. I'm Lizzie Yance, your host on the I'm Not Fine show. We'll be right back. We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good, and that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away. 
so you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to lizzie at undietyourself.live. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. Okay, we're going to get into cortisol now. This first part of the show was uh, me just sharing my heart on so many issues that I see on a day-to-day basis and why it's so important for you to get the right help. So uh, I appreciate you guys hanging in there. If you are uh, here live, just know that I go live on this show every single Friday, unless I'm traveling and I have to do a pre-record. But if you want to join me live, you can do so and you can be in the chat room and ask questions as I'm doing this show live. And that will help you uh, get answers straight from the get-go. So if that's something that uh, you want to do, you can go to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com and you can find my show there and subscribe to the live shows and come join me and hang out in the chat room and ask questions. All right, let's get into cortisol. Uh, cortisol, you probably have heard that this is referred to as a stress hormone. It's our fight or flight hormone, the hormone that kicks in when you get stressed or you're in danger. So it is there as a protector. Let's paint a picture here. Let's say uh, I'm going to use this scenario when it comes to uh, fight or flight and the tiger is chasing the deer. When the tiger is chasing the deer, both of them, their cortisol is going to shoot up like crazy because you need that cortisol to excrete adrenaline And the deer is probably going to have a little bit higher cortisol than the tiger because he's being chased. So he's thinking safety and he needs to get away. So cortisol shoots up like crazy. And this actually secretes from the adrenal cortex, which is why we're going to talk about adrenals a little bit as well. And I'm sure you guys have heard of adrenal fatigue or adrenal Downregulation. There's different terms for it. The general public knows it as adrenal fatigue, but adrenal downregulation is another term for it, which just means like your adrenals aren't actually functioning in the way that they should be. And so when the when the tiger is chasing the deer, cortisol is high and shooting out like crazy, coming from the adrenal glands. And one of the things that can happen is the deer gets away 
And within minutes of the deer getting away, he walks off, is in safety, and the tiger's off doing his thing. Both of their cortisol levels can go back into uh, normal range within minutes. Whereas, and it's as if like nothing happened, like they're not on high alert anymore, their blood pressure has dropped down, heart rate has gone down, everything is back into homeostasis the way that the body should be. Well, human beings, we don't necessarily have that tendency or ability unless we know exactly what to do to get there. But it takes us a lot longer to come down off of that fight or flight. Part of that reason is because we haven't learned how to self-regulate. And so it can we can be in fight or flight. Let's just say, for example, you got into a car accident. That's going to make your cortisol go up like crazy. Um, and or let's say you are something that I see a lot is if you are in an abusive relationship or an unhealthy relationship where you have to tiptoe around the other person a lot and there's this constant like stress that means that you are going to be constantly in that fight or flight let's say you have a business and you run a business and the business is high stress you have a lot of people depending on you and you don't know if the business is going to make it or it's going to do you like what you want it or need it to do in order to keep going um that puts you in a constant fight or flight as well. And so something that can happen in these situations is that if we stay in that fight or flight situation state for long periods of time, and we don't know how to like regulate and bring it down, that's when we start uh, having issues with the adrenals, because you only have so much cortisol to spit out. Okay. And eventually that's going to wear and tear on the adrenals. And that's when that adrenal downregulation or adrenal fatigue can start if this is happening over long periods of time. I, I've seen this in uh, people that stayed in an abusive marriage for too long. And they stayed there and they're constantly uh, trying to protect themselves. They're constantly in this place of like, tension so one of the things that you can you can kind of pay attention to and check in with yourself is do you have like elevated tense shoulders a lot like I was literally sitting at my desk yesterday and I was working on something really really stressful because I was trying to like figure it out and it was just part of business I'm trying to figure something out and all of a sudden I like I realized that my shoulders were elevated and I was like super tense because I was trying to figure it out I was like okay Lizzie, you need to take a deep breath so one of the things that you can do if you get if you are in that fight or flight for a long period of time or if you notice that you are in that fight or flight is check in with your body check in with yourself and go hmm I can tell that I'm really elevated right now let me sit back close my eyes and take a deep breath and by doing that you can just fill your belly up with air in your lungs and allow that oxygen to go into your brain as well. Take a deep breath out and it will help your body start regulating again and coming down from that fight or flight. I actually have a male client right now that, you know, owns franchises and 
you know, he's kind of like me where it's like, Hey, you're, if you're busy and you have a lot on your plate and you're stressed and it's like, Oh, that's just normal. Like it's just, it's just normal for your business to be causing you stress and for you to be like, I have a lot going on. But one of the things that I have to work really, really hard on with him is like, yeah, that might be your normal, but like your body is showing that you need to get yourself down off of that fight or flight to regulate your parasympathetic system and your circadian rhythm. And that is where your body can heal better if you are able to bring in, come into parasympathetic and regulate things. So I want to go over a few things here on cortisol and Uh, some key aspects of the cortisol so you can have a little bit better understanding. So as I mentioned already, it's a stress response. So when faced with stressful situations, like I mentioned, the adrenal glands release cortisol into the bloodstream. I've been doing some research, a little more research on this, and it's really interesting some of the things that come up. And one of the biggest things that I notice when I'm doing research and also like helping uh, myself and my clients is when it comes to cortisol and adrenals, yes, there are certain things that you need to be doing nutritionally and um, sometimes supplementation to help give your body the vitamins and minerals that it needs. But a big thing with your cortisol and you're regulating your cortisol is going to be your lifestyle and how you, and we're going to get into that. Um, One of the things that that cortisol, that this hormone helps the body mobilize resources for fight or flight response, but it increases heart rate, raises blood pressure, and releases glucose into the bloodstream, which is when you are in that fight or flight, that's when glucose shoots into the bloodstream and helps you. Um, And that's what's providing immediate energy to deal with the stressor. So let's go back to uh, our complex carbohydrates. Our complex carbohydrates are our first source of immediate energy. If you guys remember me talking about that before, um, it's really, really um, uh, the first one that our body wants to use for energy. So this makes sense again, because if you're eating complex carbs or even simple carbs, that glucose can be stored in our body and it, part of our liver as well. And so when we go into that fight or flight, the the blood pressure raises, and it releases this glucose into the bloodstream. And that's what's providing the immediate energy to deal with that stressor. And so if you ever notice, like if you uh, have like, let's just say you're not even like exercising, Um, but you, I noticed this when I was studying a lot, when I was studying in school a lot, I would get like, like really hungry on certain days when I was studying really, really hard and I would crave the complex carbs. Well, when you are, um, studying and you're using your brain a lot, you're also expending energy. It just feels different than it is when you're going to the gym and working out and doing that kind of exercise. So uh, uh, if you're not getting enough sleep and you have a lot of stress and um, stress and studying and work like that kind of stuff, it can require your body to need more of those complex carbs to help with that immediate energy 
Um, which is why also some people will say when they get stressed, they crave certain types of foods and then they like start gaining weight. There's also something called a cortisol belly. And this is part of it is like if you're releasing a lot of glucose into the bloodstream and then it can cause inflammation and that kind of stuff. So it's a whole, whole complex uh, system. I'm going to try and keep it as simple as I possibly can. Um, circadian rhythm. The cortisol follows a natural daily pattern known as the circadian rhythm. The levels are typically the highest in the morning to help us wake up. So your, your cortisol level should be the highest in the morning, which is why like we like to check uh, cortisol in the morning when we're fasting. And what the cortisol is supposed to do is create an L during the day. So peak in the morning, and then it's supposed to slowly drop throughout the day and create this nice L shape because by evening, the cortisol is supposed to convert into melatonin. And that melatonin is what is supposed to help you go to sleep. But something that happens a lot with people, with some people, not everybody, is one question that I will always ask them. At what point during the day, if ever, do you get an unknown spike of energy? And a lot of people's energy, if they have trouble sleeping at night or going to sleep at night or they're waking up during the night a lot and can't go back to sleep, there's a reason for that too. And we're going to get into that. But if you're getting a spike of energy, unknown spike of energy in the evening, let's say like six, seven, eight o'clock, and you're like, this is my most productive time of the day, the chances are pretty high that you're getting a spike of cortisol in the evening when you shouldn't be. So that means your circadian rhythm cycle is off and your cortisol is spitting out in, in the evening, which is what's preventing melatonin to kick in. And you being being able to go to sleep. So we're just getting started on all the the things cortisol. I'm going to continue to dive into this because there's a whole lot more where this uh, comes from. But unfortunately, we have to go to our next break. So we're going to go to our next break. But when we come back, I'm going to continue to break this down for you. And before the end of the show, I'm going to be sharing some things that you can do on a day-to-day basis to help your circadian rhythm and regulate your cortisol so that you can uh, help yourself get out of that fight or flight in times when you need to. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good. And that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away so you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. 
Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to lizzie at undietyourself.live. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. Okay, we're going to continue to dive into this cortisol because we have a lot of ground to cover. So I'm going to get through as much as I possibly can. An hour of time is, is not enough for everything, but that's okay. I'm going to give you what I can. So then some of the other things that the cortisol is responsible for in helping the regulation of the body is your metabolism. Cortisol plays a, a crucial role in regulating your metabolism and it helps the body process your carbs, your fats and your proteins, which is your macros, your macronutrients and something that I teach my clients on how do we balance those? How do we and and here's the thing when we talk about balancing macros, there's no perfect balance, but there is making sure that you are getting enough of each. And one of the top things that top ones that most people don't get enough of, especially women, is protein. And we're going to talk about that a little bit. But in times of stress, it can temporarily suppress your appetite. So when you're stressed for some people, which is actually me, when I get really stressed, um, I lose my appetite. Other people, when they get really stressed, they just want to eat all the things. And that, And some of that can be a coping mechanism too. So sometimes people will do that because it's a form of coping, but it's not necessarily because they're actually hungry. But this is just one of the things that can happen. Immune function. Cortisol has an anti-inflammatory property and helps regulate the immune system. In acute situations, it can reduce inflammation, but chronic stress, remember chronic stress is long-term, Chronic stress and elevated cortisol levels may suppress the immune function, making the body more susceptible, susceptible to illnesses. So if you are someone that is in a chronic stressed environment, it can actually suppress your immune system, your immune function, which then can make you more liable to getting sick. And I'll give you an example. So um, I haven't talked about this a whole lot, but I was married for 10 years. And in in uh, that marriage, there were just certain things that weren't going well. Like I, I wasn't doing well within the marriage. And a lot of things like I would just keep in and I wouldn't. Uh, I, I convinced myself that I was happy. I convinced myself that things were good. But it was during this time that I also found out that I had hypothyroidism. And then I found out that I had Hashimoto's. And I'm like, why is this? Like, what, what's going on? Because in general, I'm a pretty healthy person. And I realized 
over time, not right away, but over time, it wasn't until I was in the process of, hey, I'm actually like leaving the marriage and the and this relationship that I realized that and and I'm not blaming the other person. This had this is me like I understand what the situation was now and I I take responsibility for myself in that situation. But because I was allowing myself to be in this constant fight or flight and suppressing my emotions, what that ended up doing was really affecting my immune system and Hashimoto's disease has everything to do with your immune system. Your immune system is attacking your thyroid and that is what is causing the Hashimoto's. And so your emotions, your relationships, your spirituality, your mental health, All of that is part of it. But when I look back at this, I go, okay, that had a lot to do with my cortisol and my adrenals and being in the situation that I was in. And so after I after I was separated from that relationship and I stepped away, I started to have little to none of the symptoms and or and or never getting sick after that. And I realized that it was a situational thing. And it wasn't necessarily like, hey, my body's just like not working. It was actually a situational thing. And so that's something that can happen as well. And this is what leads me into emotional mental health, like imbalances in cortisol levels can be have been linked to mood disorders, anxiety, depression, chronic stress and prolonged high cortisol levels can negatively impact your mental health. And so you have to keep that in mind when you are um, thinking about your cortisol and why is it that you are in that fight or flight. Now, we do need cortisol. Cortisol is there for very specific reasons and we need it and we and our body's going to rely on it. It's just when we when it's not regulated and we don't understand how to regulate it and how to come down from that fight or flight or what we need to do to uh, regulate our circadian rhythm, like that's where the problem comes in and where we start having that downward spiral of affecting our adrenals. So I want to go into the adrenals a little bit because the adrenals are very much connected to our um, cortisol. And I already uh, talked a little bit about what cortisol does, but I want to talk a little bit about adrenals because your adrenals are part of that um, stress response. I'm going to go over um, what can, what some things are actually that can lead to chronic stress that then therefore may lead to adrenal fatigue. So just keep this in mind. When you feel like you have chronic stress or adrenal fatigue, the first step is recognizing what that is. And then the second step is, okay, now that we know what it is, what do we do about it? So here are some things that that can cause these chronic stress. And remember, chronic stress is not acute stress. Chronic stress is a lot of stress over a long period of time. 
And that's what can lead into adrenal fatigue. So here are a few things that can cause that. An unhappy marriage. I already talked about that. A divorce. So like if you're going through a divorce, whether it's your choice or the other person's choice or it's mutual, that still puts a lot of stress onto your body. And whether it's cordial or not, some are way uglier than others. No matter how cordial or non-cordial it is, it can still be very, very stressful and cause chronic stress for you. Parenting, even parenting can cause chronic stress. So if you have a small child, um, that can lead into chronic stress because you're like trying to figure out how to be a parent. Maybe you've never done parenting. Um, and, And just knowing like, how to talk and how to be with your child. What do they need? And always thinking about, are they safe? Are they good? Are they okay? Am I doing a good job? All of those things can cause chronic stress if you're not careful. Single parenting. Single parenting can cause chronic stress. Caring for a parent. Like I literally just had a conversation with someone the other day that was helping her, one of her best friends, care for her husband who was in a coma for over a year, and it caused a lot of chronic stress on her body. Stressful work conditions. So if you're in a work condition that is really, really stressful, and maybe your boss isn't kind to you, maybe they're, I know some people that are in very, very bad stressful work conditions, and that can cause chronic stress. So you have to really evaluate that self-employment. So like if you're self-employed and, and you're really, really worried about what, how you're going to make money and how you're going to keep the business going, I mean, that can cause chronic stress. Drug and alcohol abuse, um, odd patterns throughout the day. So if you don't have any consistency and any structure. So here's where. I'm going to talk about order and structure and discipline that I always talk about. I was literally having this conversation with someone yesterday. We have to have consistency. We have to have order. And how are order and structure and discipline different? Like, how do they lead into each other? Well, order is you have to have order so that there's no chaos. You And order is like kind of like you're organizing your calendar right? So if you're organizing things and you're creating order around that, now you're, now you have that in place where it's like, okay, now I don't feel chaotic and I don't feel like I'm all over the place. And then structure is like, you're structuring it in order for you to be able to follow through with that. But order and structure don't mean anything if you don't have discipline. So discipline is always going to have to come in after that and you show up for yourself and whatever it is that you need to show up for. But if you don't have discipline to show up for that, why is order and structure even there in the first place? The only reason that people feel all over the place and they feel like they don't know what they're doing and what they need to be doing is because there is no order and structure. That's why you feel chaotic. That's why you don't feel stable. So you have to have that in place in order to feel like you have control. When you feel out of control, it's probably we don't because you don't have that order and structure in place. And then the discipline is the next step. And you have to be disciplined enough to follow through with that because follow through is after discipline. Okay, so just keep that in mind. Lack of sleep um, can cause chronic stress. 
uh, certain food, poor food uh, choices can as well, like certain foods can put chronic stress. In it. So for example, like if you are, if your body um, is too hyperalkaline, it can actually put your body into a fight or flight state. If it's in a hyperalkaline state, so you have to have your, your alkalinity or yes, hyperalkaline, Hi- alkalinity and acidity need to be balanced. And if it's too hyperalkaline, then it can uh, put your body in a fight, chronic fight or flight state without you even knowing. So keep that in mind. Um, sustained emotional trauma, uh, losing a loved one, uh, and then major surgeries and trauma, like head traumas, loss of job, financial situations, repeated chemical exposure. All of those things are things that can uh, lead to chronic stress, which then cause, can cause this like downward spiral of adrenal dysfunction. And what's, uh, what are symptoms of adrenal dysfunction? Unexplained, unexplained weight gain, fatigue, high blood pressure, poor stress response. So like you're not able to respond well to stressful situations. You have irregular like mood regulation, brain fog, like I said earlier, like increased levels of energy in the evening, cravings for salty and sweet foods, overuse of caffeine and stimulants, um, increased hair growth for women, especially on the face can be one, unexplained hunger, uh, blood pressure dysregulation, and then problems with sleep-wake cycles. So, there's there's so much to unpack here. I just want you guys to know that. But we're going to go to our last break here. And when we come back, I'm going to give you some steps on what are some things that you can start doing, because I literally don't have time to go through everything here. But I want to leave you with some very specific actionable steps that you can take today and tomorrow and the day after to help you start regulating your circadian rhythm and to help your cortisol and your adrenals. So don't go anywhere. I'm Lizzie Anz on the I'm Not Fine show. I'll be right back. We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good. And that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away so you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to lizzie at undietyourself.live. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. Okay, we are on the home stretch here, and I'm going to pack in as much as I possibly can in these last few minutes on the show today. Before I do, though, I want to uh, just let you know what your what my show is next week. Next week, when we get on here, we're going to be talking about 
how to conquer your goals during the holiday season. We are coming up on, I mean, we have Halloween here in a little bit and it's always this thing like after Halloween, it's like, okay, now we're like gung-ho getting ready for Thanksgiving. And then it's like all the uh, festivities after Thanksgiving, getting ready for Christmas. And it's just as like, two to three months of like holidays. And this can be a really, really stressful time, which also can lead to chronic stress. Um, and so one of the things that I, I, the reason I want to put this show out next week is because there are very specific things that you can do during the holidays to make you feel stable and help you conquer your goals during the holidays as well. So sometimes it's not a matter of like, hey, I need to lose 20 to 30 pounds during the holidays, but it's like, how can I maintain what I have and still continue to uh, help my health because the reality is, is we're always going to have holidays and uh, holidays and events should not prevent us from continuing to take care of ourselves. Keep that in mind. Let's go into some steps that you can take in order to help uh, you balance your circadian rhythm. Uh, there's one thing that I want to tell you, your pineal gland. So your pineal gland is like your third eye that's on your forehead and your pineal gland actually secretes melatonin as well. So some people, their pineal gland isn't actually functioning in the way that it should be. So there are very specific things that you can do to help your pineal gland uh, work better and function better. If you ever want to like dive into that, go on YouTube and put in pineal gland activation or pineal gland videos. Um, I do something called pineal gland tapping and something that I teach my clients to do, but that's a, a rabbit hole that you can go down. So if you have trouble sleeping at night or going being able to go to sleep, your pineal gland may need some attention. The next thing is if you are waking up at 2 to 3 a.m. every single morning and you can't go back to sleep, that can be a sign that you got a spike of cortisol. Uh, it could also have to do with your liver, but if this is a continuous thing and your cortisol is off, that is something that can be happening is that you're getting a spike of cortisol at 2 or 3 a.m. And that is because of blood sugar dysregulation. So when your blood sugar is not regulated the way that it needs to be and your blood sugar drops too low, your body is always trying to uh, keep you safe and keep you in homeostasis. When your blood sugar drops too low, cortisol is your fight or flight hormone. Remember that will actually kick in to keep your body alive, to keep you going. And so what can happen at 2 or 3 a.m., let's say your nutrition wasn't balanced throughout the day and you didn't get enough food in or you didn't get the right types of food in to give your body what it needs. At 2 or 3 a.m., blood sugar drops too low. Boom, now you get cortisol. Now you're like, well, now I'm wide awake for an hour and I can't go back to sleep. And then eventually you go back to sleep. And then an hour later, your alarm goes off and you have to get up and go to work. And it's this exhausting, exhausting time. That's a problem. I was just on a call with a couple clients this week too. Uh, and uh, both of them said that they haven't slept this well in the last five to 10 years. Sleep is when your body heals. Sleep is when your body rests and digests and where the healing happens. So if you're not getting sleep, your body's not able to heal the way that it should be. So sleep is really, really important. And if you don't have a good sleep routine, 
Like you need to make sure that, that you get a good evening sleep routine uh, in, avoid that screen before you go to bed, if, avoid the ta- uh, uh, screen in front of your eyes before you go to bed at least an hour or so because that blue light from the screens and not just that, but also the activation in the brain that happens when you're scrolling and looking at a lot of things that can decrease melatonin and prevent you from being able to go to sleep. So um, make sure that you have a good evening routine and get, get, try to go to bed around the same time every night and get up around the same time every morning so that your body can get regulated. And this is part of regulating your circadian rhythm. Protein, you need to make sure that you're getting enough protein because that's what's going to help you regulate your blood sugar. So protein, protein, protein. You should be getting anywhere from 20 to 30 grams of protein at every single meal. And you may even need some protein snacks because just 30 grams of protein a meal is like only 90 grams a day. And that's generally not enough for people. So you need to make sure that you're getting protein. Um, What's your caffeine intake? Like try not to have caffeine on an empty stomach as much as you possibly can. One of the things that you can do if you need to be working on uh, regulating your cortisol is get up and open your blinds right away, get out on the porch, get bright light into your eyes. And what that will do is help elevate your cortisol and get you awake without having to rely on the coffee. Um, eat within an hour of waking if you can, something with protein, eat balanced meals, go walking, go walking after a meal. Um, that will help you like digest your foods. And um, if you need to regulate your blood sugars more consistently, let's say you have insulin sensitivity and you need to regulate that, uh, trying not to go more than three to four hours without putting something into your body to help keep things stable to avoid that blood sugar from dropping too low can be really, really helpful. And then you need to get exercise in as well. Like even if it's just walking, um, you want to make sure that you get some kind of exercise. in. now if you are in adrenal fatigue or you have cortisol issues going on, you want to be careful that you're not doing tons and tons of cardio. You think about yoga and strength training and stuff like that. So that is the overall kind of uh, synopsis of things that you can do. Remember, sleep, exercise, but the right kind of exercise and your nutrition and circadian rhythm. I'm Lizzie Anz on the I'm Not Fine show. We're going to be back next week with another powerful episode. Thank you for hanging with me. Thank you for listening to the I'm Not Fine show. Lizzie Ends returns Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, have the best week of your life by making choices that take you from feeling fine to feeling amazing.